Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, moving on, are you concerned about how sex education could potentially be taught in schools? Well, according to a story today, teachers themselves are becoming increasingly concerned about discussing topics like sexual identity and pornography with their students for fear they might be accused of going too far and upsetting the parents. Now, many secondary school teachers believe sexual harassment and consent should be included in relationships and sexuality education, but many are simply unsure how to discuss those topics. In primary schools, teachers would like to see different sexual identities Identities, different family types, types of attraction being taught as part of the RSE curriculum. But they believe they need more resources on how to introduce the subjects in an age appropriate way. Primary and secondary teachers want more guidance on boundaries when introducing the topics to students to prevent a crossing of the line and a stepping out of sync with their own individual's school's ethos. One primary teacher said, I think we need a clear outline of boundaries of what you can and cannot teach at each level. It gives us protection, that being the teaching profession. Another said, someone telling me you went too far is their biggest fear. Now, with teachers who complete training feeling more confident tackling sensitive topics, many find it difficult to access though continued professional development in the area. Carried out by the National Council for Curriculum and Assessment, a draft review is the first major overhaul that we're going to have around the issue of sex education in schools in over 20 years. And a specific focus has been placed stemming from the recommendation of an Oireachtas committee on developments in things like contraception, which we discussed yesterday, LGBTQ relationships, consent, positive sexual expression and social media and the effects that it can have on somebody's self-esteem and indeed their sex life and how they conduct their sex life. So what do you think? We want to know what you think. Are you comfortable with your children's sex education coming from teachers who may or may not be adequately trained in the area? Or do you think that topics like pornography, like sexual identity and sexual orientation should be firmly kept at home and away from schools? Michael, thanks for joining us on the Nile Boylan Show. What's your view? Hello, Tara. How are you doing? Um, I'm against this completely, 100%. And uh, can you hear me there? Because I'm around near a lot of traffic. I can hear you perfectly, yeah. Uh, grand, yeah. So, um, basically, you know, they're overstepping the mark here, as per usual. And uh, the best case scenario I can see, the, the, safe, the safest scenario I can see is a lot of people pulling their kids out of school and homeschooling. The other side is... Over totally sex education? Yeah, well, I've read what they're they're trying to teach our kids, like sexual um, pleasure for four year olds to ten year olds, and this kind of carry on. So, it, like, it's the, the best thing that can happen is people will homeschool their kids, and we'll have a, a kind of an, an organic resurgence of natural families. But the other side, I could see blood being spilt over this, literally. Ex- explain that. Well, people love their children. And if you try to step in there and try to, you know, introduce perversion to people's children, you're asking for a lot of trouble. And why do you think it's perverted to teach children about what are essentially the realities of life? There is, there is, there is, yeah, well, there is, I mean, it happens. Most most people do it. Again, if you're lucky enough, they happen. Yeah, yeah, well, you know what, It's it's... most people are abusing themselves anyway with that kind of thing. Like, but it's it's like 
it's kids are off limits. That's what I'm saying. It's not. This, this, it's an adult field. It's a. It's a. You know, late teenagers is when you you start to really your body starts to really develop and the hormones really start kicking in. Mm. Below below that, like you can really mess kids up. You can mess their minds up, and you can. I like. It's gonna end. It's gonna. I know what I'm gonna do. If they try to force it on my kids, there'll be blood spilt, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm not a bad person, but I literally will go to war. Michael, would you go so far as to withdraw your children from the education system if you felt that the sex education that was being delivered to them in primary school was beyond what you believe to be acceptable for a child to learn? Well, luckily for me, I am in a position to do that. You know, um, there's a lot of people that aren't. So that's why I'm saying there's going to be murder over this. But I, I can and will, I will, yeah. It's, it's, I, it's, the thought has grown strongly in my mind, yes. But do you trust teachers to teach your children English, geography, maths, history, uh, CSP, um, how to take care of themselves generally through life? Do you trust your, your children's teachers and your school with those issues? Well, what I've learned since my, my kids in school is the, the teachers aren't a problem. It's, the teachers just follow orders. There's there's people above them. Um, I've had a number of experiences with the school now where I've seen how the teachers' hands are tied and they don't really have any say and they have no power. And they don't even have, um, what's that thing where it kind of um, discretionary powers. They don't even have that. Like they're, they're really, hands are tied and, you know... They're not going to be the ones. These are our kids. They're not the teachers' kids. I and mean, you know, there's great teachers out there, and they're doing great jobs. And the school I'm in now, my kids are in brilliant school. Teachers are great. Can't fault them for anything. Um, but this, do you do you trust them? Is what I asked you. Do you trust them to teach your children? Do you trust trust them to teach your children with the other subjects and the other areas of life learning that happens in school? Not a hundred percent. No. Uh, not a hundred percent. Like, you know. They teach t- kids about the famine and stuff, but they don't teach our kids about how our food was stolen and this, that, and the other. But, I mean, like, it made my kids think, oh, it's just potatoes, potatoably. And it's just ridiculous. Like, it's such a small... So, the, And the teachers, again, are, their hands are tied with a, a very basic curriculum that's handed to them, and the teachers are only allowed to teach certain... Teachers aren't what they used to be. Teachers, back in the day, could kind of waffle on and philosophize and had great teachers, but today they're... No offence to them, but they're kind of robotic in the sense that they follow this curriculum. This has been my experience now. But um, this, this, this sex thing, it's, people need to go and read what, what is actually being introduced here. Okay. It's ridiculous. Like. Bernie, what's your view on this? Do you think that, te- that the teachers are largely robotic and that they will, um, if they're instructed to, just teach our kids about things that maybe parents might be uncomfortable with? I, I do. I really feel that this is a subject that shouldn't be touched in schools. I think our children are precious to us. They're innocent from the age of four to 12. And to start throwing all this at them, I just, I mean, as a parent, you, 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 um, you're in, char- in control of what you want them to know and what they are going to see. I mean, it's just, just unacceptable that a, a blind stranger is going to teach my child about sexuality and orientations. No, absolutely not. Do I don't you, agree with it at all. Do you think that, you know, that, that, the government, that the National Council for Curriculum, that the Oireachtas, that they are seeing good reasons why they believe that issues like pornography and gender identity and sexual identity should be taught and should be taught at a young age. 
No, I mean, let's be honest, we all have a family, we all have extended family, and within our own families, there is things happening that, you know, like there might be somebody transgender, there might be a gay person, and yeah. you you already have it in your own family. So you're explaining to your child, this person is loved by your family, mm-hmm. but that's you telling your child what if they if they ask the questions. I don't see why we have to foist all this on, I mean, even for myself, and I'm a, a grown adult, I find it very difficult and very difficult to comprehend as an adult. Can you imagine an innocent child who's out playing and talking to her that they're, they're for friends about, you know, whatever, Pokemon they caught today, and then all of a sudden you're going to throw all this into the mix? Absolutely not. And I don't think it's the right of a, an adult teacher. I mean, uh, teachers are very good and, and they, they do a great job on the basic, you know, the standard uh, curriculum. But, I mean, throwing this into it, I mean, if you have a teacher who has, a, say, a, a, a problem with maybe gay people, but they don't, you know, obviously in their pro- pro- private life, not in their public life, mm. why they might try and influence, not, you know, your children. Was that what you want? No. Well, I mean, I think the teachers would obviously have to rigidly follow the, the, the curriculum that they're given. So, in other words, they wouldn't be able to blur the lines with their own personal opinion. But I want to throw the same question to you in relation to parents. I mean, you've said, you know, we all have members of our family that may be gay or maybe transgender or and that we, you know, at an age appropriate time, uh, you know, explain exactly, to our yeah. children but what happens if you have parents who don't? What happens if you have parents who have very entrenched um, views and are very anti-gay and they communicate that message onto their children? Surely it's better for a child to have the correct information delivered by a teacher than the incorrect information delivered I, by a parent or by a parent who just puts their head in the sand and doesn't want to discuss the topic at all. Tara, the majority of people, I mean, I'm in my 60s, my mother is 84 and she's quite happy to, you know, accept that all these changes are happening. Now, we have a, you know, a very good relationship with all our our siblings and cousins and everyone is very open and I think that there's very few people today that aren't you know you, you couldn't be there's not I haven't met any people that haven't said oh no I don't agree with that they keep their personal choices and issues to themselves and they are completely responsible what they want to tell their children it's not my right to tell anybody else's child about what's going on in the world that's the parents right that's why we're the parent and I, I don't think it's right to be foisting all this stuff on our innocent children. You know, I just don't think, I don't agree with it at all. I don't think any teacher would be able to teach it as correctly as you would, as you see fit. I mean, if your child is growing up nice and innocently and, uh, to, and you're teaching them what you want them to know, what's wrong with that? I, like, want, I, mean, to, I want to bring Neve in as well, um, Bernie. Neve, do you think this is a job for teachers or a job for parents? job for both, Tara, to be honest with you. And I think a lot of parents need to realise that what they're doing is some parents are handing their children smartphones and they're forgetting about the fact that their kids are learning stuff on these smartphones that we never had an idea about at that age. And I remember being young and getting my information, I'm in my early 40s, and we got our information about sex because we didn't get it in school and we didn't really get it at home. So we got this warped idea and that did so much damage that's why there was so much hidden stuff about sex sex was a taboo subject back back in my day we didn't talk about certainly didn't talk about it at home and it wasn't really talked about in school so michael so sorry i want to bring michael back in neve i want to bring michael back in neve uh, you've heard what neve had to say there michael even if the teachers don't do it and even if the parents don't do it the kids have smartphones they have devices they're getting access to this and in actual fact misinformation can warp them so how but can you does, say how yeah. can you say therefore that having 
not allowing teachers to teach this type of information. Health education, essentially, to our kids is not a good thing. Well, as I said again, people need to go and read the literature. But on that point, right, just because smartphones exist and you can access pornography on smartphones, that doesn't mean that we set up classes where we add to that. We, we throw in more into the mix where teachers are now teaching them about orgasms and masturbation four years of age, five years of age. Like that, that, that's just inconsistent logic. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, smartphones exist. Why don't we put, a, put a, more parental blocks on smartphones? Why don't we increase the laws on smartphones? Oh no, don't, let's, just, let's just throw the baby out with the bathwater and then introduce complete perversion into our society. Neve, you can't ignore the fact that children do explore their own bodies. At, at, no, one, at, no one's denying that. No one's, no yeah, one's so, disputing so that. So why, would, why, why wouldn't you teach them that it's not wrong, that what they're doing isn't wrong, that, that basically... No, but hang on, they're not, all, they're, not, they're not all doing that though, Neve. They're not uh, all exploring. Not, they're not all at four, four and five years of age. They're not all exploring. You need to, you need to go read the literature and then re reevaluate what you're saying. I it's have, not, it's inconsistent logic boy, there. I know exactly what they're you saying. You have a, a four-year-old boy. A nine-year-old boy. So he has been four. Yes, he's been four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I know myself what they do. Now I am not saying. Well, you know, that you know what your boy does. You know what your boy does because you have your boundaries and your limits and your your family standards. No, it's not a normal family standard. No, you have your your family it's standards. They're growing up. No, this is what they... Yeah, but, they just, they but just because we grow up... Michael, do you agree that one of the issues that muddies the water here is different uh, mm. families have different standards? And so if you've got different families with different standards, you've got misinformation or no information. No, we have a society that's a mixture of conservative, liberal, all sorts of people, right? But then there's, that, then there's the, the kind of general society kind of rule. And the general society rule is something that everyone kind of has to follow. Now, if we change that to a thing where we're teaching little babies who don't even, can't even pronounce words, there's six and seven-year-olds there that can't even string a sentence together, and we're going to start teaching them about vibrators and all sorts of... I don't necessarily... No, I don't... No, to be Read fair, Michael, I really don't think Read that... the literature. It's all Read going to literature. be... It's going to be age-appropriate. It will be no, age-appropriate. It's not. It's not. It's not. That's like the abortion thing. We said that in, in, in the abortion literature, literally anyone can get an, an abortion up to nine months. But then we go and say, well, no, they're not going to do that. But they are because they're doing it. And that's what happens. No, that's, not, that's, not, mi- that's, that's, that's misinformation as no, well, Michael. No, it's not. No, it's we not. Had, in the we literature. Have had, we have had the information sent home from the school that my son goes to. I have read exactly what he will be taught in fourth class next year. And... Um, it is not about vibrators. No, and I, and, I no do, and I do also think as well. Global, you need to look at the global literature because they're all working from the same NGOs, the same NGOs, and they're planning to release this. This isn't just happening in Ireland. It's happening everywhere. And they're planning to release this everywhere. So you need to go look at the source information, not the little bit of crappy little information that the Irish uh, education... Uh, um, board insult us with. Well, I think it's fair to say, I think it's, firstly, it's fair to say, Michael, that no curriculum has actually been drafted yet. So we're not clear. There are a number of items that may or may not. We've been assured it will be age appropriate. Uh, No, it it hasn't. It actually hasn't as yet. Not in Ireland, but it's drafts. Yeah, but we're talking about about this country and we're talking very specifically about this country. I'm asking people here. I'm asking people, we do actually, we vote for our elected representatives and they're the ones who came up with this. Yes, we do. We vote 
Irish for our elected representatives, Michael. That is an absolute fact. So therefore, and de facto, they have no power we're and they don't do anything and they take orders from foreign people. Yeah, exactly. The curriculum we hasn't no been identified. To, the curriculum to, hasn't get, been completed yet, Michael. And I think people who actually do care and can run this country and not take orders from foreigners. That's the, what we need to do. The curriculum, ha- the curriculum, Michael, as yet hasn't actually been drafted. And as with all areas of sexual and health education, parents can opt their children out. We're asking you today, are you comfortable with teachers teaching your children about all aspects of sexual health and education? We have a new curriculum on the way. It's going to cover issues more widely than have ever been done so in this country before. Are you happy that that is your teacher's job or should it be yours? Some teachers are expressing concern. They're worried about what exactly it is they are going to have to teach children. We've been told it will be age appropriate. Graham, you're a teacher. Are you concerned about what you're going to have to teach to groups of Five, six, seven, eight, nine-year-olds. Are you worried that you're going to have to talk to them about masturbation and AIDS, sexual I'm, AIDS? I'm more worried about whatever Michael has spoken to his kids. Um, no, I'm a secondary school teacher, so I won't be teaching that age group. Okay. But I, I thought it was some kind of comedy sketch when he first started spouting off that the evil NGOs are coming to teach his four-year-olds about vibrators. Why? I mean, it, it's he's spouting nonsense. Um. All of, at least in my own context, I have uh, taught special ed. Now I, t- I work in, um, I teach in special classes, so mm-hmm. in um, smaller group settings. Mm-hmm. I haven't taught it last year, but it had for plenty of years before. Um, I teach the mechanics. I answer any question I'm asked. Yep. I teach the facts. Um, now, any question, unless it's a personal one, once or twice that has, those have been praised. <laughs> can I'm imagine. Like, That's none of your business. Yeah. I'm not answering that. <laughs> uh, go talk to your parents. Um, I imagine they probably won't answer a specific one like that. Either. But when it comes to that, look, primary part of education for all children, rearing all children, is their parents. But can you rely on parents universally across the board, and I am a parent, um, to give the correct facts to their children? No, you can't, for a variety of reasons. Number one, they might think there's something wrong with being gay, which is obviously insane. But they might also think there's something wrong with sex. They might also think there's something wrong with pleasure and enjoying yourself. They also might just feel uncomfortable about it and say, go Google it. There's a variety of different reasons, not all of them bad, but some of them are, why you need some form of base level of uniform, accurate facts. That's what school is for. It is not to teach everything to your children. It is not to teach, oh, the teachers are doing it. I don't have to say anything. Of course you do. But I mean, no one should need to be told that. Where is That's the hyster- where where is the um, hysteria, if I'll use that word, and I'll use it in, a, in 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 couched terms? But where is this worry and concern coming from, then, Michael? Mike, Ma- well, Michael and and many people. I mean, Michael's views are not unique to him. I'm sure there are very many parents up and down the country. Well, uh, what Michael has obviously read, and he he he, re- he referenced it a number of times that he's read volumes of material which indicate to him that <laughs> the advice of NGOs is being taken on board, that our children are going to be taught at a very young age around issues like masturbation and sexual AIDS. He's concerned and he and he and, and, and it's it's genuine concern. So if Michael has it, others have it. Where but is that coming from? Ge- it's not based in reality. That is not being taught to four year olds. That is not going to be taught to four year olds. It is specifically stated that it will be age appropriate. No NGO or anyone else dictates to the government or to the Department of Education that you have to teach it like this. 
this is being reformed because it needs to be reformed. Even the article that I was reading, uh, a couple of teachers mentioning they were worried that it would clash with the ethos of their school. Now, maybe in a primary school sense, again, I'm a secondary teacher, so I'm only guessing it could be wrong, that's because religion is more of a deal because there's kids doing their communion and confirmation, they're more worried about the patron. I have never once even had the patron or their views cross my mind inside the classroom, and it never will. And it would never impact upon what I would say. I want to bring Neve back in briefly. Uh, stay with us, Graham. Neve, yes. do you do you share any of Michael's concerns? Are you of the broad sweep approach that any education delivered by a teacher is going to be a good education, and it's better than misinformation or no information at home? But can you do you have any concern about the lack of control about what uh, of your control over what your children may be taught? For porn- pornography, for example, and you raised it that there are smartphones, but, you know, are you concerned about issues like masturbation maybe discussed with a very young child in primary school? I think I agree with Graham completely. Um, I think it will be age appropriate. Um, he's a teacher. I mean, if somebody's going to know, there's the horse's mouth, you know. Um, I think that, that as a parent, I don't think that, that I should be handing over... Um, sex education completely to my son's teacher. I believe that I should be open and aware of what my son is learning so that if my son has questions, he can come to me and in the future, he can feel comfortable to come to me with anything that he has on his mind. If the school teaches him something and he comes home and he says, teacher said such and such today, I don't really understand that. I want him to know that he can come and talk to me as well and that I can give him my view honest um i know that he has come to me already because he has seen things and heard things from some of his friends and he's come to me and he said he has asked me what bisexual means what what age is your, what age is your son he's nine he's nine nine okay. and one of his friends one of his friends said to him that because he had a girl that was a friend he must be bisexual um <laughs> You know, yeah. this is the complete misinformation that mm. we're talking about. And I That's just innocent. It is. It, it's innocent and it's, it's, ha- and it's relatively harmless. But you can see, I suppose, the wider point that it could but be something else is, and it could be something more afraid. sinister. You see, he was afraid of it because he didn't understand it. So he said, is this, does this mean I'm bad? Right? And I said, no, hang on here now. And I explained to him in very age-appropriate language exactly what it meant. And he was happy with that. And he goes, but she's just my friend. And I said, of course she is. And he went off happy about himself. And so the next time somebody says to him, oh, you must be gay or you must be bisexual, you can say, well, I understand what that means. So your words really aren't affecting me. Yeah. But if he didn't know that, if I hadn't been open with him or if, if nobody explained to him in clear terms what it meant, I was never told at an age what gay meant or what even what sex was. And we had a warped view of it. As I said, I'm in my early 40s. And I'm going back to a time when it wasn't discussed because the church was in control. And so any information that, that helps kids to understand the reality of what's going on. And we can't put our heads in the sand and say children aren't accessing pornography earlier. If that's the case, well, then we need to look back at that awful situation that happened with those two 
children who are now going to prison. now be, be 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 extremely careful here because we don't we don't we're not we don't I don't want to muddy the waters here at all. No, they're but, they're but two they, very very was, separate issues. I think we I think it's it's fair to say I think it's fair to say Neve that there would be concerns and I know certainly that we've had a number of judges express concerns in recent months and in in recent years about the prevalence of pornography and um the concerns and effects that it, that it may be having on children who who aren't in a position to be to be educated but I don't we want to draw any reference or any inference to any uh, criminality or alleged criminality or convictions or court cases here so let's just be very careful and steer away from that please we wouldn't we wouldn't allow our children to sit in our, in our presence and watch an over 18s movie mm. we would absolutely say no no that's not suitable for you but a lot of parents through no fault of their own because they don't understand because we weren't brought up with this technology. We're handing our children smartphones and saying, off you go into your room. And unfortunately, in some situations, we don't know what's cropping up. It's not the kids going looking for it sometimes. It just appears on yeah. their screen. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I know, and I know, I certainly have have had experience of that firsthand in my own home. Charlotte, um, you have concerns about uh, aspects of this and what your children may be taught. Tell us what they are. Um, hi, Tara. Um, so I have missed out on some of the conversations over the last few minutes because I'm in and out of the car with the radio on and off. So apologies if I'm repeating anything that anybody else has said. No problem. Go ahead. Um, so in terms of the age of innocence, there is vast research by psychologists and psychiatrists against interfering with years of innocence. Um, it's all let out before. We, you know, we've been through this before. People handed over um, unadulterated access to our children before in the past. It didn't leave us in a very good place. Um, it is my job to decide what is appropriate and what is appropriate when it comes to my children and what is taught in class. And I would like a discussion of responsibilities, morals, ethics, and our family values passed on with whatever is discussed in the classroom. It is nobody else's job. Parents know best. We're protected by the Constitution, Universal Declaration of Human Rights, European Convention of Human Rights, and the Irish courts have set precedence to do with education and our children. We all have the right to decide on an ethos for our school and trust that when we put the children into that school, that the ethos is protected and our children are taught according to our own family values, whatever they may be, and our own convictions. It is Everybody's not okay. Well, I was just, I was just going to ask, I was, Charlotte, I, Charlotte, I was just going to ask yeah. Graham to come back in because he's the educator here. Uh, he's I'm involved in the teaching profession. Oh, you're a teacher yes. as well, are you? I'm also a teacher, yes. Okay, all right. Well, look, do you, is there any, do you have any cause for concern then? That I have a cause for concern when something like the NCCA research paper that was published in November of last year and the Oireachtas Education Committee have um, suggested that it should be discussed, pornography, abortion, LGBT issues, contraception and mm-hmm. consent should all be discussed in a classroom basis. Somebody else has decided age appropriate or what is age appropriate mm-hmm. or what is appropriate in the first place for my children. And it has been suggested in the Irish Times article over the last few months that sex ed inspectors will be sent into classrooms to make sure that the children have learned the topics according to what is on the curriculum. And I know the curriculum hasn't been published yet, but all of these suggestions have been made by the NCC and the Oireachtas Education Committee by people who were not voted in, Tara. They were not voted in by people. The NCCA and the Oireachtas Education Committee were not put together by... There's um, no one in the Department of Education who was voted into authority. They decide all policy. 
Well, none, but, of but, none of them were voted in. But it, but it's but it's being done. It's being done on the advice. It's being done on the uh, on the on the advice <laughs> and on the suggestion of the members of the Oireachtas Committee who have That's, been voted in. I, I understand, but there there was nothing. My advice and my family values may not be passed down. The morals and ethics that I try and still you cannot pass down the values them. of hundreds of thousands of families. You can pass That's down fine. the facts and you the truth. What? And it's worrying as a teacher that you're talking like this. You, you know what? You leave issues of moral and ethics and um uh, no, well, if, you're leave, on, if you're leaving, if you're leaving issues of, if you're leaving issues of moral, if you're if you're leaving issues, Charlotte, of moral and ethics, well, then you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have uh, schools of any ethos. Then you shouldn't yeah, have because because, because what what is the basis of of a Church of Ireland school or a Catholic school is they are teaching their morals and ethos. So you can't have your cake and eat it. It either has to be all one way or all the other. You're absolutely right. I accept that if I put my child into a school of a particular ethos, be it nun or Church of Ireland or Presbyterian or Catholic, that that ethos will be protected and that I know when I put my child into that school that they will have morals and ethics according to the ethos that I have selected, that that will be instilled and it will be instructed through the facts or not facts. Um, feelings, opinions, things have changed. Okay, but also, but also, as Graham self, with relevance to facts. Charlotte, stay with us. We uh, we need to take a break. We'll be back with more after this. We're talking about the new sex education program that's being proposed for our schools. The first shakeup in twenty years. It has a lot more information uh, contained as proposed in it than would have traditionally been taught in our schools. And as it happens, we have two teachers with us, Graham and uh, Charlotte, who have rather different views. Graham, Charlotte was explaining her concerns around ethos and family values and will that be at odds with aspects of this new curriculum? What, what, what's your response to that? Do you have concerns around those issues? No, and when the curriculum is published it'll be there for everyone to read so any concerns can be highlighted any time a curriculum is changed like that teachers regularly feedback and there can be changes I find it very startling Charlotte's perspective at all she wants um, individual families Initially, she was talking about, oh, her individual family ethos is what should be delivered in a school. That's impossible unless everybody decides to homeschool. Mm-hmm. Then she said, oh, religious ethos of the school should dictate everything to do with RSE. Now, sex ed is actually a small part of it, but that's the specific one we're talking about now. So in that case, and if the vast majority of schools in the country are um, Roman Catholic, so that they should have complete control in relation to Department of Education curriculum, which is terrifying. Um, and they should have a complete say in relation to this specific topic. So their stance on all those things, that would make, you'd have to stand, if you mention it at all. It's going to be abstinence, it's going to be no, yeah, yeah, abstinence and no contraception. And 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 I think most of us are familiar with the teachings of the Catholic Church. You're going to hell. And yeah, because all of those kind of stance, which our country would have adopted previously, they worked out real well. Charlotte? Oh, Charlotte may be gone in actual fact. Charlotte, Sorry, Charlotte, are you still there? You are. I'm still here, yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what um, school Graham teaches in, but um, I don't know of any school. I teach in a secondary school. Where do you teach? I teach in a secondary school as well, but actually I'm speaking as a parent of two young children. Have you ever taught sex ed? Sorry, I I can't quite hear you, Graham. Have you ever taught taught uh, sex ed, Charlotte? I I have taught sex ed. I was an SPHT teacher at different times throughout the um, the years, as have many teachers who are qualified or unqualified in the area. I teach yep, biology absolutely. to leave and search, but I'm here to speak as a parent, which means that I have most authority over the education of my children. There is no school in Ireland where the Catholic No, you have authority over where you decide your child's goals. I can't goals. hear you, but 
Um, I wish I wish you'd stop sticking over me because you've had your turn. Graham, just just so, let let yeah, Charlotte fair enough, fair enough. give her um, a response. There's no Catholic school or any school in Ireland where the religious ethos dictates everything that is done. Um, on the curriculum, the curriculums have been provided by the NCCA. It is untrue to say that it's the biggest overhaul in 20 years because a lot of um, the issues that um, Richard Bruton asked last year to be included in these RSC um, policies have been brought in and there have been many updates and books in SPHE and RSC over the years. So um, a lot of this stuff is already discussed. Um, hell yep. isn't discussed in this conception. It has been discussed for many years and many different issues. I'm not sure what Graham's talking about. Um, maybe he's talking about something 100 years ago, maybe 50 years ago, not anything about... I was about, talking about um, what you were arguing for. What I'm arguing for is to protect my rights as a parent to decide what I want to teach my children. But am I and right in thinking, what, Charlotte and Graham? Right. Charlotte, am I right? right? Yeah, and am, am I right in thinking, Charlotte and Graham, that as a parent, if there's something that's being taught, I mean, I, I've had forms sent home from yeah. uh, from the schools, which have spoken and given me, and also information meetings in my children's schools, where I go, I'm given the the rundown on what is going to be discussed, and if I have an objection to that. I can absent them from the lesson. Is that is there is there anything in, in going to change in regard to that, or are parents going there to be able been. to if they really feel very strongly that the material is inappropriate, that they can't absent their children from the class? There have been questions about whether or not they will be able to absent their, their children from the class. WHO documents that framework for all health professionals and um, people dealing with children throughout European um, throughout Europe um, are calling for mandatory education at, at the moment. It isn't monetary. I don't know how it could be brought. How can, how can Graham, maybe he's not a parent, how can he say he good about mandating, apologies, about mandating education that some other parent may be um, concerned about? I just don't understand. You teach science, Charlotte. There are some parents who may have big issues uh, for religious reasons or other reasons with elements of the science curriculum. They may and not believe in it. They are entitled to have any reservations that they want. They're entitled to remove their children from those classes, but the children can they change your curriculum? Those classes. Can I, they I change? Which, can the parent change what you teach? The, the parents can't change what I teach, but they can absent their children from any but part you're of just the program. And for anyone who says that their core curriculum or these are mandatory subjects in Ireland, nothing is mandatory. It isn't mandatory. So just so all parents like know that they have that right to remove their child. They're, I am entitled under international law, Universal Declaration of Human Rights, European Convention on Human Rights, Irish court precedent, our own constitution. I can have a concern. I am entitled to that. I have no idea why Graham is calling for education to be mandated that might be against my family values. What, okay. what is the story? All right. But I mean, again, I'll just make the same point, Charlotte, as we close and we have to close because time is against us that, you know, you could have all manner of parents objecting to very ele- very many elements of, of curriculum involving lots of subject. But just because one parent or 10,000 parents disagree doesn't mean that it's not the right thing necessarily for our children. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.